0: Now he
1: takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms. Chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Comes the blue coat, oh, Kevin. they got him. They're coming the from
0: coat. the left. Oh, they tackle him at the 40 yard line. I'm talking about Paul Steve. I'm
1: talking about Paul Steve. I'm talking about Paul Steve. in alive. Feature presentation. Balls deep with Devin and Again, we back, we back. Take! I got four. it, I got it, I got it. Let's take three. What do you mean? Nah, there's another one. Alright, but That's I, I killed two flies. How many you get? I, uh, ten. <laughs> 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 my stats is way better than yours. I'm carrying it too right now. <laughs> with no vision. I can't see anything. Facts. So He's at like, school. where? Yo, I saw myself. I
0: just smelt it. It's Bruce Lee, bro. Wax on, wax off, type, um, type of
1: shit. Crowdy kid style. Nice. Mm-hmm. 50 years have passed.
0: What's up, everybody?
1: We're back with another episode of Balls Deep Podcast. Today we're going to talk about some NBA and NFL news, uh, starting with the NBA and some big-time players testing positive for coronavirus, um, and a few leaving the bubble even. We could start with, you know, Russell Westbrook and James Harden, who both tested positive for coronavirus on the Rockets, which is going to be a huge loss for the Rockets, obviously.
0: Uh, I think they'll be back before, like, action starts. I mean, the important action, because they'll definitely be back by playoff time. Yeah. Um, I think, if anything, they'll miss some scrimmage games before and (coughs) possibly some regular season games, maybe the first few. I know... Russell uh, Westbrook. So we're recording now on the 21st, uh, the 20th. So yesterday he was to report back or report to Orlando with the rest of the team. He didn't fly with the rest of the team originally, uh, but that was because he tested positive, and he was to report. And I know Mike D'Antoni said he wasn't planning on having him play for the first scrimmage game. Uh, so that's big. I don't know when Harden's supposed to report. Um, and I know like two other players from the Bucks. Uh, is is gonna play a big part too? Like Eric Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe is a big piece to that team. Uh, his injury last year in the playoffs hurt, and then with Pat Cunnington, he's a more of a role player, but he's a shooter. So all those players are just big players. So luckily, it's now and not later. I mean, so far they've within everyone that they've tested within the bubble. There's no one that's tested positive yet. So that's a good start. Um, hopefully it continues, and hopefully. Uh, all this Corona stuff, in regards to the NBA, ends once the season starts, and we can just get started and focus on the play. Yeah, definitely.
1: Ultimately, I feel like, like you said, you know, those guys will be back, you know, come, you know, big time playoff time. But at the same time, it gets you wondering they're not going to be able to, like you said, do scrimmages with their team. and not going to pra- be able to practice only probably individual workouts on their own. So. You know, obviously, they play all season. They build up chemistry. You know, they they get in a rhythm. This is not unlike any other season we've ever seen before. So we really don't know how players are going to come back, you know, having to stop their season right before the end of the season and then come back and restart. We're not going to really know what kind of rhythm, you know, those teams are going to have missing players like that, especially the Rockets missing, you know, their two best players. So that's probably the biggest thing for me when I think about it.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of what I was saying before, or on the prior episode, was that I wonder what happened, what's gonna happen when there is a positive test within the bubble, because um, with these players, there it's outside the bubble. They once they test negative, they can report, but then they still have to quarantine and lose time, like you said, with their team and things like that. Um, so just hopefully uh, we don't have to face the case where someone uh, tests positive within the bubble. But if it does happen, I'm kind of curious on how they handle it. It's
1: it's a great sign that so far there's been no positive tests. Obviously, if if these guys do what they're supposed to do, and you know, take those precautions the right way, I'm, I feel like we really shouldn't see anything there. in you know, in a bubble, which is why it's called the NBA bubble. Um, they might as well just
0: call it the. Two K neighborhood. Yeah, they added, uh, they <laughs> added a barbershop. <laughs> barber and to be honest, that looks that barbershop looked better than half the barbershops I've seen before. I mean, it's the NBA barbershop. I know, but it's fly. You to have some whack ass barbers though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they. I think they probably, uh, uh probably uh, the players recommended. Probably those get their players. own barbers yeah. and stuff.
1: Yeah. So. Not getting no cut from Supercuts or something. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: uh, to move on to other NBA news, Zion Williamson, uh. He left the bubble for family matters. Uh, it's undisclosed because it's a private matter, but it is so that he will return at a later date with with his team. For me, I just think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough because he did lo- lose most of the season due to injury, and then when he did return, they the team got better. So Definitely. for him to lose this time uh, with his team now, going into this return where this, the Pelicans need. To make a push for that eighth seed, that lost time is gonna hurt massively. But I think being him being a freakish athlete, he's gonna be able to just return like you no know, tomorrow, almost like Dennis Rodman when he went to Vegas yeah, and came back, almost
1: kind of like what he did at Duke when he came back and he just yeah. went off. But I mean, with Zion, it almost seems a little different because it seemed like uh, during the season when he when he. First came back from his injury. It was almost like immediately, like he immediately made that impact. Yep. So for me, I I don't see it. I don't see it being too hard for them to be able to continue to make that push for the eighth. I think so long as he gets back and is out of you know his quarantine before the season starts yep. or the new season starts, I I feel like you know they their 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 chances of making the playoffs, the Pelicans' chances of making the playoffs are still. I, mean, well, I mean, for
0: the regular season, the regular season games aren't really as important to most of the teams that are yeah. returning, but for teams like the Pelicans, the the regular season is going to play a big part because they pretty much need to almost go undefeated in order to get yeah or to secure that eighth seed. I mean, they do got to play the Lakers if they do make the playoffs, but it's, <laughs> it's one thing to another. It's almost like you want to see a team that has young talent like that prosper and kind of Definitely. make that step. But
1: ultimately, I mean, I feel like them facing, having to face a team like the Lakers may play in their favor. I mean, you have a team like the Lakers who's ba- who's already, you know, a lock there where yeah. they're at. I mean, they might have to win a few more games, but ultimately they're a lock and they're fine wherever they are. So who knows, maybe we'll see them rest players earlier. Maybe they'll try to see, get, you know, get players, get games in because of that missed time. But ultimately every game for the Lakers right now is a scrimmage until yeah. playoff time so I mean it might it maybe end up
0: doing them a favor the fact they face
1: teams like that
0: I mean I'm rooting for the Pelicans I know I, I like the Grizzlies because they have John Morant and uh, Jer- Jaron Jackson uh, but I'm a Pelican fan just because a lot of the Lakers old young talent that we traded away to get Anthony Davis went to the Pelicans And I'm still fans of those players like Lonzo Ball, Brendan Ingram, Josh Hart so, I wish them the best. So, yeah. I just I would like to see them in the playoffs. And if they happen to play the Lakers, that would probably be pretty cool because for them, it's that storyline yeah. that Danvig wants to see. I agree.
1: I think um, I'm kind of pushing for them to get that eighth spot and hopefully, we you know, we're, I, we're solid at that one spot. But I'd like to see it just based, off, based alone of the history, the trade history, like you said, yeah. having all those Lakers players. But ultimately, like, you have – a rookie in Zion, and then LeBron in his seventeenth year, and we we get to see them play in the playoffs against each other. Pass and the torch kind of thing. Yeah, pass the torch kind of thing, and, and also like that's not something that you always get to see. You don't always get to see those players. You you wish like you know as much as people wanted to see like LeBron and Kobe facing in the playoffs, they never got the opportunity to. Yeah, Dwyane so, Howard
0: and the Magic got to ruin everything. Exactly. Man.
1: So it's like, so it's like we, you know, we get that opportunity to see it, and maybe it's a little premature, but we might not ever get to see it again. So.
0: You're right, yeah. So. Uh, think of it that way. I, yeah. I definitely look forward to this matchup even more. I just hope the Lakers don't have to play the Trailblazers. I think that team is the one that's going to give us probably the most issues. But that's that. We're gonna actually move on to the NFL news. Um, there was a quick little story where Kenny Stills was. Protesting in regards to Breonna Taylor, um, he was peacefully protesting, and they actually arrested him and tried to charge him for a felony, I believe. Um, which is crazy to think about, but what are your thoughts on the situation? Um, it's really not
1: surprising, as unfortunately, unfortunately, like you know, it sounds terrible to say, but it's not surprising. I mean, it's kind of sad. It's frustrating. I mean. He was protesting with a, a a large group of people who actually were all arrested, and, and all they tried to charge all of them with a felony, and all they had to do was arrest, you know, the cops that killed Breonna Taylor, and yeah. instead they're arresting the people who are peacefully protesting. For them to get arrested, it just really didn't add up. Yeah. And, uh, and also, when you when you see what Kenny Stills does in his communities, and he's very proactive in the community, especially when he moves to, you know, a He'll new team, through. even, even though it's not somewhere he's familiar with. He still goes and he puts money into you know, you know, all the all the people who who need it, the people that don't get the money, the assistance that they need. So to see a guy like that kind of get,
0: you know. Yeah, he he, he was done. He was, put, he, was he, he was done dirty. He know? was done dirty. I mean it, It's just crazy how this this world works. How. The cops, everyone's pushing for these cops that killed Breonna Taylor because they busted in her home and killed her while she was sleeping or she was lying in bed. Uh, which is pretty crazy, but they're also free walking the streets, whereas people that are using their time to uh, fight for justice uh, are the ones being arrested. And it's the same location, too. It's like, you don't want to arrest them or charge them for these their actions, which had consequences where someone lost their life. But you want to arrest someone who's protesting peacefully, not bothering anybody. Well, within their rights to yeah, do so. And, but And they're not bothering anybody. Um, they just want to see justice, and just to see them be arrested instead of those who killed someone is just mind-boggling. And that's kind of what... So I watched the bigger picture with uh, OBJ, Kim New Todd Gurley, and Victor Cruz. Um, they put it on YouTube. It's about an hour long. I don't, uh, you should w- watch it. I think the fans should watch it as well. Um, they touched upon the Black Lives uh, Matter movement as well. Um, what they plan on kind of doing in their communities um, now that the NFL is soon to be returning. Hopefully. Uh, they just need a, a plan set in place. Um, and kind of push a push, uh, difference and kind of what they're gonna do in regards to the NFL and their communities in, in helping the Black Lives Matter movement. So they, all, they talk about a bunch of other stuff, but that was kind of big in terms of listening to as a fan, because you know, me as a fan, I'm a fan of all four of those um, players, and just to see them generally speak as a person, it's cool, and I'm even bigger. Um, I'm an even bigger fan after watching the video because you got to see, like, the thought behind a lot of the stuff that they did throughout their career, but also the behind the scenes and their genuine, their genuine self. Um, they kind of put their authentic self on camera, which was pretty cool. So I recommend you and for all yeah. the fans to tune into that video. It's on YouTube. Uh, yeah,
1: I've seen a few clips from it. I. Like I said, I've seen a few clips from it, uh, specifically when Cam Newton is kind of talking, especially about what happened with uh, Carolina. Yeah. But, I mean, it's always good when you see players, you know, kind of being themselves and and speaking out about the things that matter to them uh, in their communities or in their life or, you know, what they like to do. Um, Because it seems like it's always just about people – putting dollars and oh you make this amount of dollars why are you complaining or but then yeah. you know those yeah. same people asking why they're complaining are the ones you know trashing these people every day or so. they're
0: or they're asking for them to speak out in matters like this yeah exactly
1: so. so i mean it's always good when you see you know people that have a platform giving back to their communities
0: yeah and and from one i'm just happy that able, they were able to say something like this uh and kind of have the freedom to do so on this kind of platform because typically when players like to speak out like this uh, to the media, their words are always uh, like twisted or like they'll pick quotes out of what they say and kind of make a headline out of it. So then they get bashed for it. In this case, it's more so they can do as they please and you're going to just see the authentic thing. And you're going to have to listen to the whole quote in order to understand where they were coming from. It's a setting that they chose. Yeah.
1: You know? It's a
0: comfortable setting.
1: Yeah. Well, well, to go from there, uh, the franchise tag deadline uh, passed. Yep. Uh, there was a few players who were franchise tag, Derek Henry and Chris Jones being two of them. What do you think about what happened
0: around the franchise tag? Are you surprised that some deals didn't get done? Um, I am. So... It's just, to me, it's crazy that out of everyone, all the players that were franchise-tagged, only two were signed to long-term long-term deals. Uh, Derrick Henry and Chris Jones. Wrong, uh, Rightfully so, because Chris Jones made a big impact on that defense. The Chiefs would have been crazy to let him go, because he did help in regards to that pass rush and that defense or that front seven and on that championship run. So good for him. Derrick Henry, I'm happy he got the long-term deal that he deserves. He pretty much is that offense. Um, the offense is built around him. Uh the crazy thing is on that given one day they said barring any changes they don't they didn't see a long-term deal happening between Derrick Henry and the Titans and then Wednesday about an hour before the deadline it comes comes through and I'm happy for him because the r- running back class or free agent running back uh, class next year in the draft is deep and the free agents for next uh the running back free agents for next year are pretty deep too. So he secured his spot in Tennessee, and he got his money. So I'm happy for him. What do you think about it? No,
1: oh, yeah, I'm happy for him too. I mean, the the Titans made the only play the smart play. I mean, it seems like a lot more often teams aren't doing that. Like they're not playing paying the guys that seems like obvious they should. <coughs> Cowboys. Texans.
0: <laughs> <Jackson's>. That too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't know, something about Texas. <laughs> the, the corona, the corona is that that corona that Corona's getting that state for good. I don't know. Got everyone know. going to go to the sign.
1: Ultimately, I think, uh, like I said, they made the smart play and they did what they were supposed to. I mean, the Titans know what they have in Derrick Henry. For and sure. now they have him secure there for, you know, long term. So, ultimately, I like the move on both sides. You know, Derrick Henry was a huge part. Some might even say... Key the was, part, the key the part, why, th- why they made it as far as they did, especially, yeah. you know, facing a favorite to win the entire, you know. To upset them. AFC. Yeah, the Ravens. The Ravens. And so. almost upsetting the, the Chiefs, too. Exactly. So, um, they really honestly made the smart play, and they, they did it while the running back market is where it's at because who knows when you see guys like, Saquon get paid after CMC just got paid. What that's gonna look like? And, and
0: I think they got him for a reasonable price too, um, being that he was the rushing leader. Definitely. So for them to basically get a team friendly deal and get a player like Derrick Henry, because they are a small market team, not many players have Tennessee as like their first option. So for someone to for them being able to uh, secure their in house talent. Um, that they built up and drafted, um, someone of his stature, it, I just love to see it, and I kind of uh, am looking forward to see what that team has in store. Uh, they because they did resign Ryan Tannehill for a long-term deal, yeah. um, so kind of interested to see how that duo pans out for them moving forward. But and then also in regards to the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, uh, I guess called them hours or minutes after he signed his deal, his record-breaking deal, and. Told Chris Jones like, "Hey, I left money on the table for you uh, to get this done." And Chris Jones said that uh, he wasn't optimistic about getting a deal done with the Chiefs up until that phone call with Pat, mm-hmm. and they were able to get it done. And now you got you got you're basically almost pretty much your defensive anchor and your offensive anchor uh, secured on each end. And I don't want to. And the reason why I say that is because Tyron Matthews is almost is the captain of that defense in my opinion. Yeah. But Chris Jones is what kind of holds that defense down and Patrick Mahomes is that team. So just to see them secure that, it's it's good to see what the future holds for those two teams.
1: Yeah, it's kinda like the like the Derrick Henry situation where Pat Mahomes left money on the table for Chris Jones. It almost I mean you got you gotta know Derrick Henry obviously he's not stupid. As much as he as much as he said in interviews at the end of games last season you know, if, oh, oh, if you think I'm carrying a team, then I guess that's what's going, like, that's what's, that's what's got to happen. I mean, he was obviously being a team player, but he knows what the Texans have, or tit- sorry, Titans have and don't have. So, I mean. Well, he, he knows what the
0: Texans don't have either. Uh, that's
1: <laughs> and that's why I feel like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, obviously, you know, he was, he played the part in the fact that he didn't get as much money as, as he probably could have, like you said, um, knowing that. Leaving some extra money on the table might allow them to have some more weapons on the offensive side of the ball, and he wouldn't have to feel like he's carrying a team, as everybody says. Even though I'm pretty sure he doesn't mind running through all those people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so. um, outside of these two players, I was pretty surprised that no one really got a deal done. Um, I don't want to keep harping on the Cowboys, but I was surprised that they didn't get get a deal done with Dak. I figured the deadline would help their situation. It didn't, so now he's got to play out on one year deal, but. Outside of that, the one thing that kind of blows my mind was Jacksonville didn't, obviously they weren't going to get a long-term deal done with uh, Yannick Ngakwe, but the fact that they couldn't get a deal done in terms of trades, um, in terms of trading him away so that he can sign a long-term deal elsewhere is what surprised me the most. I guess he was engaged in, in long-term deals with other teams um, so that they can you know ultimately trade him to that team, uh, but it didn't pan out to where, or didn't pin out prior to the deadline. So he has to play out on this one-year deal. Don't think it will be in Jacksonville. I think they will be able to trade him, and he's going to have to just play out and sign a long-term deal next year. But it's just, I just feel like his value is just depleting the more and the more that they hold on to him. Like, they want so much in return for him, but they're not going to get it. And I think a team's going to get him on a steal. They, they, they'll get more than the Texans did for... Uh, for Judavian Clowney, being that he didn't sign his tender, and I think Ngakwe will will sign his tender, but you don't want to to get to that point. And I think Jacksonville, with them holding on to him and the, them going bickering back and forth on social media, is just making it worse for themselves.
1: So. I do believe it's kind of a lose-lose situation, as, for, for as sure. weird as it sounds. Because, like you said, as the time goes on, he's only going to lose value. I feel like he's gonna he was he would have been able to get a lot better contract this year than he's gonna gonna get at the end of next year. And I honestly feel like, you know, him losing that money and, and the Jags kinda of losing value in terms of if they wanna do a sign and trade next year, they're not gonna get as they're not gonna get as good a return. On, yeah.
0: You know? And then there was also the Patriots. The Patriots um had franchise tag Joe um Joe uh, Dooney. He's a guard. Yeah. Um he, but he at times, he's played tackle. I know when Isaiah Simmons, the first-round pick from a couple years back, was injured, who, who was supposed to be their left tackle, and right? Dooney stepped in and played tackle there. He's very uh, versatile, and I was hoping the Giants signed him. But the Patriots kind of harped on and franchise tagged him. But they didn't sign him at all to a long-term deal. So I'm interested to see what happens in that situation. I don't think they'll trade him. Um, but you never know with Bill Belichick. Oh, definitely. He, he seems to... Find value or get value from someone that he doesn't seem like he'll get value for. Or sign like he'll he'd rather get rid of you sooner rather than later. And I think this might be a situation, but with them getting Cam Newton, Dooney's going to play a big part on the offensive line. So I'm just interested to see what happens in that beyond situation. Beyond this year, yeah, or just beyond this point.
1: Oh, well, I personally, you you know how we've said about Bill Belichick in the past. Than how he said he always gets his guys and he kind of knows where to put people. So whether or not they do decide to go with him long term after the season, I feel like I feel like that old line is always going to be solid.
0: But they also just lost their offensive line coach, he retired. So that's every, every, it's going to be very interesting.
1: It's it's a, it's as, as uncertain as New England's ever
0: been. Yeah.
1: I feel so, like or at least in in recent years.
0: Yeah, you can say so. And then also, uh, what happened during this franchise deadline or around the franchise tag deadline? Uh, Miles Garrett signed a, a deal, uh, an extension, because his contract was to expire next year, uh, due to his fifth year option. But he signed a record-breaking extension, or I don't know if it was record-breaking, but the dollars were huge. I think he gets like a hundred million guaranteed. Uh, so he got he got his money. Uh, I think outside of the whole situation with uh, mason rudolph he's done what he's had to he's produced the way he yeah. w- the way they projected him to produce um moving into the season so i think he deserves the money he just needs to not have another situation um like ma- the mason rudolph situation
1: yeah definitely i don't think that he's i don't think that he's really lived up to all the potential that people thought he had Uh, as of yet coming out of college but um we've obviously seen how well he played thus far um and his ceiling is so high he's such an athletic player so he's he's a freak of nature for sure so i feel like it, it was a good move by it was a good move by the browns you know Try yeah. to get him now. Try to get him extended as early as possible, so that later down the road, when he does hit that peak, you're not paying
0: I mean, crazy of I money. Mean, I mean, he's money. a cornerstone uh, player, especially for that franchise. 100. Um, he's a pass rusher, so pass rushers are valued very highly. So when you have a premier pass rusher like a Miles Garrett, like you said, he's just reaching the surface now. Like yeah. he's produced, but he has way too. He has way much more to his game that we've already seen. So. Yeah. Well, we, I, have or that NFL, we have yet to see that we have yet to see in the NFL. So, I think he, it was a good move for both parts, and I'm just happy to see it because the Browns have just been terrible for yeah. a while now. They have a lot of talent now, so let's just see how it works out. But I hope they're able to turn that franchise around. Yeah,
1: not only that, but with a team that's kind of full of uncertainties, even as good as they kind of did get and how much they did progress from, you know, in in the last what, two or three years. Even with all that progression, I feel like there's still so many uncertainties, and he's one player that you can kind of, other than, like you said, his you know, on-the-field issue with, with Rudolph, I feel like he's probably the most certain player on any position on that team. So, like I said, that's why I feel like it was smart of them to get it done as soon as possible rather than having to pay top dollar later on.
0: You know, For sure, for sure. Um, I don't know if you want to take a break before we jump into you the last topic of the day, because I think we're going to be talking for this topic for probably a bit.
1: Is that on camera or is that off camera? What? What did you just ask me?
0: It's going to be on camera. Uh, I don't care. Oh, uh, I <laughs> don't know. Because I didn't say... I thought we're, you were about to cut I was. I was. That's why I was I hoping you said yeah. And then I was going to say, say, we'll be back tonight. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but, okay, we'll be back with uh, more Balls Deep. Oh, brother. This guy stinks. Um... Well, we're back, um, and the one last topic that we had to speak about that I felt like we are going to talk about in depth was the Washington football scandal. Um, shit has popped off. Shit, <laughs> shit hit the fan. Shit hit the fan, for sure. I mean, uh, I know in past episodes we talked about them changing their name um, because of all the backlash they've received. And a lot of people have think that it was almost a cover-up because they knew this was this time was coming um, and being exposed in terms of their scandal that they have going on over there uh, in Washington. Uh, so when I reference the scandal, I'm speaking of the 15 women who worked for the Washington uh, football sco- um, franchise allegedly were verbally assaulted or, or inappropriately assaulted. Uh, uh, were spoken to inappropriately during their time with the team, and they were sexually harassed by uh, former scouts and members of, the, of uh, owner Daniel Snyder's inner circle. Um, since then, the first person to speak out on the, the news was head coach and GM uh, Ron Rivera, I'm, Ron Rivera has been huge in regards to the push for women in the NFL. He's always he's been big on giving women opportunities in the NFL. So it doesn't surprise me that he spoke out. But to me, it was just crazy that he w- was the first one to speak out on it, rather than the owner, Dan, uh, Daniel Snyder. But Daniel Snyder came out on Friday with a with a a quote or or saying or not a saying, but a statement. And it was a pretty, it's very much like any statement you'd get from any franchise. But since then, Washington has hired attorney uh, Beth Wilkinson to conduct a deep dive into uh, the organas- organization's but the past culture. Deep. Seriously? Into the- <laughs> <laughs> so, a deep dive into the organization's past culture. And I'm not taking much from this deep dive into the past culture thing because I just feel like they're just doing it just to do it and they're going to eventually kind of just brush it under the rug like they've been doing it for years. So, like, I'm not a big believer in them being able to resolve this under Daniel Snyder, but what are your thoughts on it?
1: Uh, I did hear about Daniel Snyder's statement basically saying, you know, he's all for a fair investigation because he knows (laughs) none of this is going on. I think it's pretty wild accusations to just come out of nowhere. Um It's, it's, I don't even, I can't really put thoughts together because it's probably the wildest thing I've ever heard, (laughs) at least in terms of sports (laughs) franchises. Um, But it's just, it's crazy. I I almost joked about it, you know, saying it was somebody from the media waiting years and years with all this information and just waiting for the right time to release it. It's just like, it it came out of nowhere. When you told me about it, I was like, what? I heard from, <laughs> I heard it from you first. I'm like, dude, I, that sounds like made up.
0: Sounds like something that would happen in a movie almost. So yeah. So for crazy.
1: me, like like I said, it's hard for me to even put thoughts together. I mean, obviously you want to you want to see the investigation go and and take its full course and you want to know the full details of what actually happened. But it's not looking good. Not we, at all. Uh, you know, obviously they get found guilty of this stuff. Mostly anybody that's on that team currently, other than Ron Rivera, can no longer be a part of that franchise. Or well, like if
0: you were on the part of the franchise yeah, prior to I mean this season, you kind of gotta go. How almost. are
1: you gonna be able to separate the sc- the scouts who did and the scouts who didn't? I mean, the,
0: I mean they, they mostly they, they I well almost everyone that was named within the article ha- is has since retired or been fired. So, and, but they're never going to be able
1: to work for another franchise again. These people are likely to be sure. banned from football.
0: Oh, for sure. You
1: know, um, they should be. Oh yeah. If they're found guilty, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not disputing that, but it's just crazy that Dan Snyder came out with a statement, and you know, they ultimately didn't deny the accusations that were coming forward, um, which is mind boggling, um, to say the least. And so there's 15 women who spoke out only one of those 15 did so public publicly like putting her name on it and the reason why is because they had a non-disclosure agreement with the team and the team didn't want to waive the non-disclosure uh agreement in order for them to do so and put their name on it and and and, um, in a sense come forward publicly so the fact that they didn't pull the non-disclosure agreement for the victims to speak out says all you need to hear um, almost yeah. and it's not the first time with this franchise. I know there was news in like 2018 about a time in 2013 where they had like a cheerleading scandal almost where they took a trip to Costa Rica and on upon arrival they collected their their passports and they ultimately held them hostage over there and force them to take like a, a nude photo shoot and in doing so they would then give access to those photos to like their season ticket holders or their um, their what well, I'm trying to think of what it's called their um, basically Dan Snyder's inner circle or their, their club their club owners or not club owners the suite the, the suite uh, suite owners yeah the suite yep. owners or the, the ticket holders that are within the suites they had access to it, um, which is crazy to think that like it's my personal identification and you're holding it against me in order for me to do this. So it's not the first time with this franchise. It certainly won't be the last as long as Dan Snyder's the owner. I know fans have been against Dan Snyder since the beginning. They've wanted him to go. And since this news dropped, they want, want him to, him get, to get the go. fuck out of here right now. He's not good at putting together a football team. and. He's not good at being a decent human. No, and the thing is, like, I think the only way to fix this situation is to out him like the NBA did with Donald Sterling. Yeah, the situations are totally different. Donald Sterling was more so being racist and had dealt with racism. This one has to do with sexual assault, but now in times like this um where we're big on sexual assault they're just as serious yeah but like you know? sexual assault has even been a bigger topic re- as of late oh, so like in these times it's even worse yeah and the timing it, of it yeah of the, it timing is of really the
1: just the craziest part to me is the fact that you know everybody's been pushing for them to change their name obviously for years now but this is the biggest push we've seen now obviously seeing that they're actually going through with it yeah and then just, just the timing of it, just with all that already going on now
0: all this information coming out, that was just the biggest shock, you know? Yeah, and I, I mean, someone, there, so there was a few tweets um, that kind of, or there was one tweet that stood out to me about someone speaking on the situation. They said, Dan Snyder may not have been directly implicated in the harassment, but when half the executive team acts in such a repugnant manner to female employees over 10 years, it falls on him. And that's exactly why I think he needs to be outed. Um, it's not even just about it's even worse now than it would have been back then. Sexual assault is should should not happen at all. Yeah. like these women are there for, for professional for, uh-huh. for profession they, like you need to be as professional with females as you are with with male employees and the fact that they were forced to go to work and be uncomfortable for such a long period of time and if they did speak out, then they would have felt the consequences and the consequences because they like an article said they didn't want to speak out because they didn't want to hear the saying like anyone else would be would love to be in your shoes, yeah. um, or someone would drop uh, at the sound of a dime um, to be here where you are right now. They were ultimately ultimately they were powerless and they were yeah. taken
1: advantage of by you know.
0: Yeah. So he for. You can't tell me like even though he wasn't implicated within these harassments within the post you can't tell me you're you own a franchise and this is has happened for at least a decade and you have no idea what's going on uh, if this is if this is found out to be true there's no way he gets out of this no because like you said
1: you ultimately if he had no involvement in it just the fact that all the people he has to that basically you know have to anything that happens, they have to go through him. You know, they work for him. He's supposed to keep those people in check. For so sure. that's there's no way that stuff goes on, and he's and and he can't see it. There's no way that that stuff is going on in his stadium throughout his team, that deep. You know, with with season ticket holders and sweet sweet ticket buyers and and all his cheerleaders. There's no way that goes on, and he doesn't have you know any knowledge of it yeah and even if he doesn't i just don't see i think that i think that's even worse you know oh for it sure it tells you how much he's actually you know
0: and it, it's it and they the and team. they said basically like he unconsciously allowed it to happen for the simple fact that like he would make statements or he um he unconsciously allowed that atmosphere to go on because he made statements to an executive who was a former cheerleader he'd um kind of make fun of him about being a high school cheerleader and that almost allowed those that were watching within the franchise to think it was okay to have that kind of behavior, and that's what allowed such actions to happen or ultimately lead to. But as for what you were saying is, like if it comes true or if it becomes, it's proven that it was true, there's no way. I think in order for that to happen, the NFL is gonna have to do an investigation of their own, because I think this attorney that they hired, the Washington franchise hired, is ultimately going to maybe out the people who were fired or, reti- or already retired, like they already separated themselves from the franchise. They might out them as a scapegoat and ultimately save those that w- are still within the franchise and almost almost give Dan Snyder what he wants, which is still give him the, the ownership of the team. Yeah. So I think the NFL is going to have to do an investigation of their own. I don't think that taking draft picks away or almost like these penal- um these penalties that they've been giving teams like the Patriots or fines or stuff like that, I don't think that's going to do anything to help the situation because it's not a football matter. It's more a uh, people's matter. And you the only way to fix this is to to take the head o- off of the snake. And this none of this would have happened without Dan Snyder. Yeah. If Dan, under a different ownership, things could have been different. I'm not saying they, they would have been different because you never know. But Ron Rivera, I know for sure, now that he's there... He's, he's gonna try his best to change the atmosphere and the there because he's always been been big about women and he's he and he's already spoken out about his daughter being part of the organization now so he's definitely not gonna let that happen so he's gonna try his best but he's a coach and he' he can only do so much yeah. so you need an owner a di- you need a clean sweep almost get a different owner in there they um, dic- a different executive team I'm not, I'm not saying everyone on the executive team was guilty but you just need a clean slate and ultimately just move forward cuz this was a franchise that was a proud franchise at one point winning super bowls and now and since Dan Snyder's taken over it's just gone to dumps yeah. and
1: ultimately any any investigation coming from the the Washington football teams camp is already compromised after all the shady shit that they've done over like you oh. said the past decade you can't trust anything that you know that they're doing, you can't trust an investigation that they put forth. Yeah. So it's gonna really take a a big, huge dive, and like a really in-depth investigation from the NFL to to figure out exactly what
0: happened. I just hope the penalties are more than just what they have been accustomed to giving. But since then, they have also hired Julie Downson to um to its leading uh, lead broadcasting crew. Which would make her the first woman to be a regular member of the of a NFL radio broadcast team. So she's her title is considered the senior VP of media and content. She comes from NBC Universal. I just want to say congratulations to you. I mean, it sucks that you're going. You have to enter in in a situation like this. Um, I think it was a way. I don't know if Ron Revere had anything to do with the hire, but when seeing this, I I come to two um, conclusions. Um, Rammaa had a big influence on this hire, and or or this is a cover up for what's going on, like, hey, all, I have all these allegations about these women about saying sexual assault. Let me bring in a woman, ultimately be the first in her position to do so in the NFL, and in a position of power almost, and to kind of ease the backlash on the situation. That's, the, that's Those are the two conclusions that came to me when I seen the hire. But congrats, outside of that, congratulations yeah. to uh, Julie Donaldson. is well-deserved, yeah. but it just sucks. To and it does suck, but
1: ultimately with, with all the news that comes out, and like I said, if this comes to be true, I feel there is no better, as crazy as it might sound. I feel like there might not be a better time for a move like that. I feel she can't be in a better position. Because I feel like, like I said, ultimately I think things will get taken care of. I don't think that anybody that had a hand in that will be a part of that team, including Dan Snyder. So now with her being in that position, she gets to be a cornerstone in changing, you know. Of the future. Yeah, changing the future of that franchise, changing, you know, the direction, you know, and, and making it more positive, you know, impacting it in a way that, you know, she may not have been able to if all this was, you know, still in the dark or Mm -hmm. in the shadows. So ultimately, (laughs) I feel like it's probably the best time for her to step into a position like this. Take take advantage of the opportunity. It's one way to look at it, but it might be the best way for her to look at it, for her to, you know, actually want to go there and do her job every day. And
0: I'm sure she's not looking at it as, hey, I got this opportunity because of this. She's looking at it as an opportunity where I got to take advantage. And I'm not saying she, she wouldn't have got this opportunity if it wasn't for the situation, but I think the situation definitely helped her situation definitely. about getting the opportunity I think the hire the Ron Rivera hire was great and I Was mad that they got him rather than the Giants just because he's a great coach a great person And I think he's gonna help that direction and that atmosphere of that franchise and I think Just like the Ron Rivera hiring this Julie Donaldson hiring like you said will only help the future of this franchise she's in a position of power so that might just lead to more opportunities for women which we harped on or emphasized on in past in the past episode we hope that more situations like this happen and we're talking about speaking about giving more women opportunities um and giving them positions of power not her being able to change the culture now and,
1: and and make it more positive you know, atmosphere for women.
0: But now, do I think this is ultimately a way to a cover up, or not a necessarily cover up, but a way to ease the backlash? I do. I think it was more so on Dan Snyder's part because um, he knows what's coming for him, and I think it's still going to come for him. The light's going to uh, come to the um. Well, what's in the dark will come to the light eventually, and I think his time it will come, and he ultimately will be gone. A lot, like you said, a lot of the people will be gone in that franchise. But, known that team regardless. But, but two people that we know for sure that we're going to be there for the future, or beyond this season, will be Ron Rivera and Julie Donaldson. Uh, Julie Donaldson. I think these two people are going to play a big part of the culture and the atmosphere in changing what is kind of yeah. g- going on within the scandal and these allegations. Uh, and hopefully, uh, whoever per-
1: buys this team can, you know. Yeah. It is somebody that takes this just as serious? Yeah, because
0: this is not okay. Um, and Danfoss the has had ownership problems for a while, and they need to make a almost an example out of Dan Snyder. I and I don't want, and the reason why I say so is to show other owner, owners that they is not okay to do things like this because there's repercussions for your actions, and I think make an example out of Dan Snyder so that other ownerships. Or other owners don't follow suit. Almost like what the NBA did with Dallas Sterling.
1: Definitely. Um, with that, that's the end of the episode. Thanks for tuning in this week to Balls League Podcast. Make sure you share our videos, like, leave comments, show some love, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeart Radio Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Podcasts,
0: anywhere you get your podcast. If you're a sports fan. Um, Almost which day. you you got to be a sports fan to be listening to this podcast. Um, but unless you were looking
1: for something else when you looked up "Balls Deep," I don't know. <laughs>
0: so uh, if you're a sports fan, this is awesomely the podcast for you. I mean, we're sports fans just like everyone else, and we're just here to kind of give our analysis and our opinion uh, and kind of goof around and and be our genuine selves. So um, if you want to laugh and you want true uh, opinions on sports, this is the podcast for you. So just tune in and kind of show love. Just make sure to comment. We want to interact with you guys. So just do your part because we're for sure going to do our part. Peace. Until so, next time. You're talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in love. I'm talking about balls my boys talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in
1: love.